and online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960 The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. I am Brian Hanks. If you missed Hour 1, by God, you missed a good hour. We had uh, Paul Whittington live from the Triangle as we were looking back at the Carolina hurricane season, putting a bow on that a sad, sad bow, Michael Martin, and then looking at uh, predicting uh, what's going to happen with uh, NASCAR this weekend at the Coca-Cola 600 in Charlotte, looking back at our amazing weekend in North Wilkesboro for the all-star race. But now I got one of my favorite people in the world sitting across from me right now, Michael Martin. Although, A, you're not wearing a bow tie. No, 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 no. To B, oh, did us okay, wait a minute. One, you're not wearing a bow tie. B, you're wearing Carolina blue. What in the world, dude? Well, I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with Carolina blue, Brian. It's, uh, you know. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me remind you. Uh, I'll, look, you don't need to remind me that you root for those boys. <laughs> I mean, those, those gentlemen in Charlottesville. Well, listen, as we were wrapping up the first hour there, we were talking uh, to Paul, obviously, as we were wrapping up his visit here. We were talking about uh, his mom. And my boo, we just had her six-year anniversary yesterday. I told her yeah. happy belated anniversary on my way in. Really, the 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 salutation should be given to you because you are the you are the thorn <laughs> next to that rose bush. I'm telling you, dude. I got no. Listen, look at me. It is what it is. Okay, I mean, I, I know we I both mean, out I, we both out kicked our coverage. I mean, Michaela, Michaela is gorgeous. She she she, is. she definitely shines a light on me. There's yeah, but no hey, listen, I, and I'm saying this, and, and not that there's anything wrong with it, but I'm saying this in the most heterosexual way possible. But Michael Martin, you're a damn good looking man yourself, okay? You are. Uh, not necessarily in classic terms, but I mean, you know. <laughs> you are. I mean, I appreciate it. Not saying that sarcastically. I mean, you are a good looking dude. Thank you, my man. You're not Thank uncomfortable, you. are you? Let's, Don't be. let's move on. Let's, let's move, move on. on. But we were talking about uh, Linda's ridiculous pajamas. Linda's jammies are uh, they're jamming. <laughs> Linda's jammies are jamming. I think I'm going to have to take a picture and post it eventually because I've talked about them a couple times. They're ridiculous. More than anything, they're ridiculous, Michael. But I mean, but aren't pajamas supposed to be? Like, I mean, that's not. But tigers wearing sunglasses, bears wearing sunglasses, it's not natural. Well, I mean, I, I don't know that that's you know where you look for natural is you know in your in your bedtime wear. So. I guarantee when you walked in here today, you did not think this is the way our conversation would start. Would I did you, not. Did I did not. But honestly, I think probably where we go from here, we need something light to kick it off. So yeah. this is probably good. It is, and uh, man, that's the reason, like I said, it's been too long. I need to. We just need to make you like a monthly visitor, dude. Because I, hey, I, we say this every time, and then I invite you back on, and it ends up being three or four months since you've been on, and it just blows my mind that it. Well, it, sadly, the reality for both of our lives is, unless we schedule a, um, what if we make you like the last Friday of the month? I'm down. Guess I'm down. Every, I'm down. That that is that is completely fine. But as I was going to say. Sadly, you and I both live such busy lives that this is where we get to chat. So, yeah. it, and what's great about it, in my opinion, is it's organic. I mean, yeah, you and I communicate probably a couple of times a month via text message yeah. or phone call, but you're pulled in so many different directions and, and the same with, with me. And, yeah, you know, so when you finally get to sit down and, um, 
and talk with someone who, you know, you and I agree on a lot of things, but I think that our relationship and what, and what's great about it is that when we can get together, even if we don't agree, yeah, we know that we're going to, I'm going to learn something about this topic. And I feel like that's where society's sort of gone astray, particularly, you know, our, our society here in the United States, it, it wasn't that long ago where people who didn't sit on the same side of the aisle could sit down and talk. And, you know, even if they can't find a compromise, you know, they can, they can communicate openly and, and respectfully. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the days of respectful, exchange of thoughts have have fallen to the side sadly and how old are you uh, i'm 46 yeah, recently i'm, I'm 46. a generation older than you i'm 54 uh, so i'm eight years older than you and that's what bothers me the most about the society or the environment that we live in today michael and i mean this is that i'll give you a great example uh jesse helms was as far right as you could probably get ted kennedy was as far left as you could get did you know that they had week when when they were in the U.S. Senate together, they had weekly lunches together. Absolutely, and because and even though they couldn't, <coughs> I mean, no, they they liked each other as friends, but you couldn't get more politically <laughs> right. And and you know that that's okay. It I mean, is okay. You know, um, and one of the things that when when we came here, um, when we, when Michaela and Lily and I moved to Kinston, um. BJ Murphy was the mayor of Kinston. Yeah. And BJ and I politically don't necessarily see eye to eye. Mm-hmm. But he's one of my close well, he's a good friend of mine and I have the utmost respect for BJ. And that is what's most important is you have to be able to set aside your differences to find compromise and, and you have to be able to communicate. And I think that, you know, one of the topics we're going to talk about today, I'm sure is the down East wood ducks. Oh oh yeah. We're definitely going to be talking to them. In fact, here in a few minutes. And, you know, I, I think that more than anything, locally, the lack of communication by leadership and and not just the lack of communication but the lack of honest open communication as a citizen of Kinston I could have felt a lot better about what took place if there was a dialogue between leadership and our community that allowed us to know hey you know this, these are the things that are expected of us as a community, as a civic leadership to maintain this relationship with our minor league baseball team. These are the efforts that we're making to resolve this issue and 
this was when the plan was put into place. This is the date that we expect full execution of this plan. And here's where we are in that process. Now, are you talking a hypothetical plan or are you talking about what actually ended up happening? Well, so that's what I'm asking. I mean, but, because but here's, but, and here's the answer. I don't know. Yeah. Well, here's because what we I don't know what the plan was. You know, I know, and you, and you know better than I do probably in greater detail, but that when minor league baseball and major league baseball merged, mm-hmm. that there were certain expectations set in place. And these aren't expectations as in, as a dad, I say to my daughter, you need to eat all your peas. <laughs> this is, if you don't do this, baseball will not continue in Kinston, North Carolina. Yeah. In the form that it is today. Because guess what? There will still be baseball at Granger Stadium. I said that in the first hour. But. If you are presenting still having baseball at Granger Stadium as a substitute for what we have in place right now, you're selling me a bill of goods that is completely and totally unacceptable. Why? Because there was a risk taken by a Major League Baseball organization on our town. That risk was taken because there were people in leadership at the time who said, hey, look, I don't necessarily know how we're going to write the check, but the check's going to be written. And when elected officials change office, being able to sit in a seat and say, well, that happened before I got elected is BS. You don't get to say COVID was an issue under the Trump administration, but I'm Joe Biden. That's not on me. I don't have to worry about that. You don't get to say, well, the scoreboard was talked about before I got elected. So that's not my problem. But who has said that? No one has said, dude. You're going to have to show me a receipt on that. And I'm not, listen, I'm not taking up for BJ Murphy. I'm not taking up for Don Hardy. I'm just, or for whoever. It's not, that's not what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That is not what it is. It's not, it's not who. Listen, there is $600,000 right now in a kitty somewhere. I don't know where that kitty is, but there's $600,000 that has been earmarked that is ready to be spent on the scoreboard. I know that for a fact. Okay. Oh, uh, then why, then why didn't the rest of us, I, and, the rest and, of us do know. I mean, if I, you, do you, I do I you think, attend city council meetings? Uh, do you read, watch city I, council meetings? I read the, uh, minutes. Okay. But, but, but why do I have to read the minutes to know why do our, why does leadership not communicate those things? Look, this okay, thing I'm right not, here, yeah. this thing right here, social media. Mm-hmm. So social media is a wonderful tool Mm -hmm. when used correctly. And, you know, I I think that it would be a tremendous, tremendous maneuver. People are going to think you and I are fighting, and I love you, man. Brother, I love you. (laughs) But it would be a tremendous move by our city council to say, hey, 
not individually, because mm-hmm. I don't want to see Chris's, Pearl's, Felicia's, Sammy's, Facebook. Yeah. No. Yeah. A unified voice that represents our city, that is on social media, that shares what's taking place. And do not, do not. Dude, I got to pot you down a little bit here. Go ahead. Turn the comments off. Yeah. Because the really, the ingenious part of social media is it allows us to have an open dialogue of communication. Mm -hmm. And if you silence your critics. Has someone done that? Because, I mean, I don't know. No, tell me. I mean, I, I it, it, there there's been a post that was not that did not allow comments and hey, dude, we're, Chris, we're it, it, it was it, Chris. It, yeah. Okay. I'm just and, wondering. And, I don't know. I don't and, know. And so. I and I don't know if it was inadvertent. I don't know. Was it in regards to the wood ducks or yes. okay. Okay. That, you're educating me. I didn't know that. I didn't know. And that. but it's it it limits your constituents opportunity to communicate and it, it's an invaluable tool. Yeah. And I, I genuinely believe, I think that that would be such a wise move. So by, you're saying like a Kenton, city leadership, yeah, a Kenston city council, Facebook page that where they address issues and they put things and it's not just, and, and listen, I love what Chris does. I really do. Oh, I do too. Uh, I, mean, I think he's great. And yeah. And, and, and here's, and here's another thing. And, and I need to, I think, I think that Chris Suggs is the most exciting. Yeah. Most. He has the greatest potential of, of anyone that's come from this community in such a long time. I agree with we that. We get so caught up. And, you know, I, I look, I sit here in your studio, well-lit, beautiful studio, <laughs> and I look at, you know, Jerry Stackhouse's jersey, whom I loved yeah. when he was at Carolina. You know, Reggie Bullock, Brandon Ingram, Derek Rivers, Chris Hatcher. I was about to say, you got to Hatcher. You know, Don Trez. Um We've been so blessed with tremendous athletes. We've been so blessed with with incredible athletic talent. Quentin Copels, I, w- I would be remiss not to look. He's a game oh, war- game worn right there nice. behind you, baby. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I firmly believe that Chris Suggs can be a transformational individual. I think that this young man is brilliant. Mm-hmm. I think that he is. We're lucky to have him. Incredibly are. lucky. And yeah. look, and he whipped my ass in an election. <laughs> I'm sitting here, you know, talking about a guy who beat me, but I also remember when he was in high school and, you know, I had the distinct pleasure of helping him get a suit to wear to meet Michelle Obama. I, wow. And, 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 and here's the thing. <clears throat> I have criticized Chris in the past. Well, um, that's the nature of politics, though. But, but, yeah. but 
but but yeah, there was a, a social media post that I, that that struck me wrong, and and I criticized him on it, and um, and and, and it created a lot of um, debate within our community. I think it's a diplomatic way to say it. And well, if you don't mind, what was it? I mean, um, I, I there don't... was a there was a a meeting of downtown businesses, and a comment was made about the fact that there were no um, African American business owners at this meeting. And this is before I, he went in office. Oh, right? long, long okay. before. Yeah. yeah, and I knew who had organized the meeting. Yeah, I participated in the meeting. And, but, but more importantly, I knew Ben Knight was the person who had organized the meeting and Ben Knight is one of the most inclusive individuals I've ever met in my life. Yep. I and, would agree with that. and, you know, when you, when you create a statement that insinuates, um, an issue of race. First of all, you're painting all of those individuals who were part of that meeting with a broad brush. And it, it, it just, it, and, and, and it bothered me and I said something and then there was a lot of blowback about it. And, but it, and then, you know, the, someone pointed out to me that, the po- a post had been made, a statement regarding the um, the the Wood Ducks and um, and that there wasn't an opportunity to comment. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, I, but it, regardless. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I think so much of Chris Suggs. I think. So much of all of the individuals that hold seats on our city council, um, personally, yeah. Um, but I do think that if there if if there is six hundred thousand dollars in a kitty, which there is, it, yes, then 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 a in fact let me just say this real quick the mayor said you know the mayor was on the show here yesterday sitting in the same seat you're sitting in right now and he mentioned that you know but i had known about it before that too and and, and it answers a full disclosure i'm also on the kinsel north county parks and recreation commission so i have maybe a little bit more insight to this stuff that's going on than the average person so i'm not denigrating you or denigrating anybody else right knowing that but and but there is and and, you know and i will go beyond that and yeah, I thought that the creation of a um, a committee for Historic Granger Stadium was a tremendous gesture, but I had to call our great mutual friend this week, Danny Rice, and say, hey, man, who's on that committee? Oh, I know. <laughs> and guess what? You were the only one who knew. He knew that was so, really? I mean, okay. like – there again, a tremendous gesture. Mm-hmm. We bring news crews to Granger Stadium, and we all dress up, and we look really nice, 
and we make this magnanimous gesture. And then the crickets start to chirp. Well, like, I can tell you, we've not, as far as I know, we've not had a meeting yet, but it has just been formed a few weeks. Ago. I know, I know, I, as soon as, and I will report it here on this show. Anything that I hear, I, like I said, I'm on the Parks and Rec Commission. I'm on the United Way board. And when I attend these meetings, I share right here. I share it on social media. Yeah. Here, in, uh, we've got to get back to it, dude, because we've only got about 10 more minutes. And I do apologize. Right? We've got the uh, birthday game that I've got to get to. Maybe we'll get you back on here next week and we could do part two of Mike Martin. Uh, but we've got to talk about the Down East Wood Ducks. Their birthday is every day. I'm only here once in a while. <laughs> You're going to be back on next week if you'll come back Hell with me, yeah. dude. Uh, here is my thing. I and, I and I agree with a lot of what you said. And when the mayor was sitting right there across from me yesterday, I told him, there's a lot. There, there are not a lot. There are things he does that I don't agree with. But if you heard Wade Howell's visit earlier this week, there is nothing. There's nothing this city council could have done. Now, again... Could that have been communicated? And I'm Mike, you're making a very good point that I hadn't even really considered. The city council, when they started getting wind that this was going to happen, instead of forming a commission, which it's good to form a commission or whatever, but it should have come out that, hey, there's a great possibility this team, and let me finish that, this team is going to leave that this, you know, and we're going to do our best to fill it. But they should that should have been done several months ago when they first caught wind of this. That's where I agree with you, Mike, that the poor communication from the city council, from the mayor's office, maybe even from the city of Kinston in general, exacerbated some of these feelings and exacerbated some of these emotions that are coming out right now from the Zach Hawkins, from the BJ. And I don't even know. I haven't heard what BJ's had to say about this, but I've seen what Zach has said, and Zach is really upset, and I've seen him on local TV too. But having said all that, Mike Martin, there's nothing this city could have done. Oh, there, there's nothing. You acknowledge Brian, that, right? Brian, you, okay. You, I, I know that as well as anyone. Yeah. I mean, if um, Baltimore couldn't have kept the Colts, yeah. Kinston couldn't have kept the Wood Ducks. I know. But here is my stance on that. In, was it 2019 when the city council was first approached about the uh, scoreboard or longer? 2017 yeah it was 2017 yeah so you gotta remember you're talking to a guy who worked in that press box and I, saw that yeah sorry but it uh say you notice i cleaned it up yeah but so here's my my thing so so we get a private entity mother earth brewing comes in and builds a beautiful pavilion yep so sunday my church had uh, Presbyterians pack the park. First Presbyterian Church, Kenston, good people. Y'all should come visit Sundays. We, <laughs> we're at 1030, so you get out before the Baptists for lunch. Uh, we're out at 1130. They don't get out till 12. But we go to Presbyterians. I mean, Presbyterians pack the park. Got a beautiful seat. It's a beautiful seat. And I have been watching baseball for, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes. And I looked. Then the Baptist started coming in. And, yeah. And then I looked <laughs> to try to see what the score was. Yeah. And I can't see it. So a private corporation comes in, pays to have a beautiful structure 
that benefits the city. And we've got $600,000 set aside for a school board that was set aside six years ago. Well, no, they've been accumulating that money for six years. So, But you and I yeah. also both know that the night that that was presented, mm-hmm. that Tony Sears said, this is how we do this, and we pay it back over 10 years, and it could have been done, but we punted. I'm not, a, and I'm we not punted, disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing punted, with you. Yeah. And we punted, and today we're going to have a beautiful pavilion. We're going to have a historic ballpark, and we're not going to have a baseball team. Yeah, and, we're going to have a baseball team. It's going to be Coastal Plain League, or it's well, going to be an independent or, or it's going to be an independent. Did you hear what I said in the first hour, Mike Martin? And again, uh, I've got to get this ad in real quick here. I've got to thank uh, UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the uh, title sponsor, the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, listen, uh, with a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. And again, thank you so much to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. Yes, I read that very quick, Mike Martin, because we've got to well, get back to our big interview hey, here. Hey, so I've got to, I've got to add something okay. on UNC Lenore. You don't know this <laughs> about me. Um, well, you are wearing but, UNC colors right but, now. But uh, 12 weeks ago, um, I went into the uh, ED at UNC Lenore with a shoulder that hurt like hell. And when they checked my vitals, the, the gentleman asked me um, if my head hurt. And I was like, no, man, my head hurt. I told you my shoulder hurts. My blood pressure was out of sight i spent four nights at unc lenore um found out found this, out man. things about me medically that i had no earthly idea about um but the staff at unc lenore were tremendous um i cannot say enough nice things about them and and dr pradeep who is, is a legend i mean genuinely one of the best human beings on this planet um, you know, the conversations and, and I want to come back on and talk about Dr. Pradeep because more people need to know what a, what a wonderful human being he is Yes, and, and what he does, it, 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 it's, I mean, it, I could easily get choked up and talking about him because he is what medicine should be. He does medicine for the right reasons, and the people at UNC Lenore and Dr. Pradeep are the reason why um, my prognosis is improved considerably, and more so than anything, the love of of, of my wife and family um, encouragement. But you know, it is we are so lucky to have such a wonderful facility here in Kinston. We're so lucky to have the great people that 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 serve us at UNC Lenore, and you know, when you hear people complain, those complaints are from a place of hurt because they're concerned about people they care about. But anyone who doesn't recognize how fortunate we are to have the great medical facilities 
facilities we have in the eastern part of the state. I mean, I can't say enough. Okay, Pit, let pivot me put, back to the baseball. No, no, no. Uh, here's here's where uh, I think maybe we could call it a day. Could you come? Now, I know Monday's Memorial Day. Could you? Yeah, and I, absolutely. I will have man. you the whole second hour. We'll do the dude. We'll do the birthday game in the first. And I don't know what the hell I was thinking. My buddy Michael Martin comes in here, and I try to get him in in 35 minutes. I should yeah, have known a lot of things to talk about, man. I had yeah. the PGA. Man, yep. I mean, is Michael Block not Michael the coolest Block cat on the planet? I mean, hero, he completely man. pooed the bed yesterday in Texas, but, like, it doesn't matter. He's but still, did you see his shot off the bridge? I did not. Dude, he got a, he hit a shot, saved par off a bridge. Yeah, but see, like is that. He? Well, but after Tony Romo hit one off the deck, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, that – Tony Romo ruined <laughs> ruined so many things for so many people. Well, but, as a um, anti-Dallas fan. Well, how about this then? Let's put a pin in where we are right now. You'll come back Monday morning. Heck yeah. I know it's Memorial. You're good. It's Memorial Day. I'm gonna. I have a guest schedule for Monday. I'm gonna move them to another. If you oh, can yeah. come in Monday, right, look. I mean, and we'll do the whole. You get here at eight o'clock. We will do eight to nine o'clock. We will. You will have a whole hour just you and I, brother. Dude. I look forward to it. I love it, Michael Martin, dude. <laughs> No, no, leave them on, leave them on, leave them on for a second. I appreciate you. I love that you and I can disagree with stuff because there's a couple of things you're wrong about here, and we'll get to that on Monday, okay? Well, look, and look, guess what? I want to be wrong. Yeah. So yeah. desperately. Wait I, a minute. I got to ask. Are you running for city council? Uh, uh, <laughs> folks, nah, folks, let me do the play-by-play here. I ask him that. He's looking me deep in the <laughs> eyes when I ask him that question. He looks away from me. I was an interrogator in the Army, okay? Yeah. So I... I think that means yes. I, I, look, man. <laughs> uh, uh, so my. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Save that for Monday. No, no. No, uh, no this needs to be said right okay. now, and I'll damn I well say it again on seconds. Monday. I got 30 so seconds. So look, the apathy yeah. of the voters in Kinston. I'm not going to disagree with that. So, you know, you want to beat your chest when something terrible happens, but in November on a sunshiny, beautiful day, you can't bring your ass out to vote. Nah, I ain't got nothing. <laughs> Michael Martin, you're the best. Talk well, to you Monday at 8 a.m. Love okay? you, brother. Hey, let's play the birthday game and wrap up the week right after that. It's Friday, May the 26th. Thank God it's Friday. Can I get an amen, brothers? Amen, brother. It's Friday? Yes, it is. May the 26th. I thought it was Tuesday. No, 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 no. It's Friday, May the 26th in the year of the Lord 2023. Are you trying to make his head explode? Yeah. Okay. Well, you're actually yours. Man, uh, here we go again. Uh, we've got, uh, what, four days left in May that we're going to be doing the birthday game at least. 26, 29. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you lead, John Dawson, 11 days to eight. You had a chance to clinch it yesterday. <laughs> you're, you're a pretty good clincher, but you didn't clinch yesterday. Well, as I've said, Brian, I've asked you to stop hyping it so much because that always, you know, sends me into a spiral. Yeah. And yet you continue to do it. I'm a little stinker. Yeah. yeah Half no. of that's true. <laughs> Wait a minute. Anyway. Definitely not the little part. That's for sure. Anyway. Well. I got to tell you, if there's, and I will say what, hear what I'm getting ready to say. Uh-huh. If there's ever been a day that's built for John Dawson. Oh, this, no, no, just no, 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 go no. ahead and give it to One, Massey. two. <laughs> there are two musicians. Oh. Dude, one of your favorite actresses of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Miami Vice uh, reference on uh, Miami Vice birthday today. Mm-hmm. John Dawson, if you don't clinch today, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I won't say I'll be disappointed, but uh, I'll probably be very disappointed. Okay. 
I know. I just contradicted myself yeah. there. Jonathan Massey. Is there Massey. such a thing as unzen? Because that's what he just did. That's what I just did. You're yeah. absolutely right. Jonathan Massey, you won yesterday three to two. Look, that's he right. was doing the the meditation uh, forefinger to thumb, you know. He crossed his legs. He actually kind of hovered hovered there for a second. The theater of the mind, people. It's like Orson Welles and the Mercury Radio Theater come back to life. There you go. People are imagining right now Jonathan Massey. That was awesome. Jonathan Massey and his uh, beautiful, luscious, full-grown beard uh, zenning right there. Yeah. I mean, they they can stop by uh, the Kenton Community Center anytime and see me doing that. Oh, yeah. I just hover above the basketball court about 30 foot up. That's awesome, dude. His shockers are in ultimate performance shape. <laughs> they are. They are. Jonathan Massey, you won yesterday. You took off three to nothing. You had a perfect game alert, and then you let John Dawson take the last two. Doesn't matter. You won yesterday. It's now eleven days to eight. Why don't you tell us about another winner just like yourself? Can we go office automation and Jock Passelay? Well, of course, Jock Passelay is a winner. He's uh, sponsored. He's he's an original sponsor of the show. Yep. We, One we, of our we, six originals. Yep. We, we love we love Jock for doing that for us. But what we love even more about Jock Vasileg is his commitment to excellent client service and the fine products at Gawico Office Automation, much like that Canon MF420 copier over there that has been doing Brian Hanks right for the better part of four years now. Uh, I, I think believe. it's five, five years now. Yeah. Is it five? Yeah. I can never remember. But it's been a while. But it doesn't look a day over It looks brand two. new. It really it? does. It, yeah. looks, it looks well-kempt, yeah. which is saying something concerning how its owner looks. Well, I've got the Octoon baby car sitting on top of Bono and the, what do you call and those? The Funko Pops. Yeah, those Funko Pops. Yeah. And that, that churches anything up. It does. It really does. And I mean the Canon MF420 copier. <laughs> I mean, wait a minute, wait a minute. We've got, uh, we've got about two more weeks of that sitting there and it's actually going to be a full-size car. I like it. I like it a lot. Jonathan Massey, how can John Dawson and I reach Jacques Passlake and go Eco Office Automation? You can give him a call at 252. 252. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Do it in your, your bond. Let's do it in our Bono voice, okay? All right. Go ahead, start it over. 252. 252. 286. 286. 53. 53. 54. 54. Dude, that was good. Wait a minute. That was very well done, John Dawson. I felt like I was sitting right here in the well-lit plush studio with Bono. That was awesome. Thank you. Hey, you're welcome. What about Go his website? Yeah, you can visit his website at uh, goecoNC.com or what is goeco.com for more information. There you go. Uh, so we start with you. Oh, we've got uh, musical hints here. Uh, uh, no, these are well, – uh, you know what? I'm pretty confident. And, and I love you, Jonathan. You know I do. You're, you're that son that I never wanted. And, uh, <laughs> but was that good? You like that? That good? But I really try to impress John with my musical selections. I don't know why I, I do that, but, uh, and so rarely they succeed. And so rare. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Here we go. This is our first hint. Oh. Stevie Fleetwood Mac. Today is. Hold on, please give me. We've got plenty of time. Give me. Well. To my love, took it down. It's wabbit season. I turned around. <laughs> and I saw my reflection in the snow. 
Why, Jonathan? Why does he do that? I don't know, but it was pretty funny. It was fun. Do it again. No, no, no. Look. I love love Stevie Nicks, man. Yep. So so children get older. Children get older. (laughs) (laughs) Not my best, but I'm trying. It wasn't bad. What season is it? It's wabbit season. (laughs) She shoots at Lindsey Buckingham. It's the same thing. All right, let's go. People know the song. This is not a, a world. This is not a premiere. It's been played oh, eighty course, trillion course, times. She's singing this to me. You wascally Wednesday. You can't ruin it. I'm getting ready to mute your mic. I'll give you mine. <laughs> yeah, he hands you his. That'd be awesome. Oh, <sighs> Brian, oh, come back to us. So is is, uh, is it Stevie Nicks' birthday? It is Stevie Nicks' birthday. She just, uh, my buddy just got back Monday from uh, uh, Nashville, I think, and uh, he w- he went and saw um, Billy Joel, and Stevie Nicks opened for Billy Joel. Great show! Oh my God, good t- that's a good be. double bill. Oh, Brian. People can't see you acting all fruity. <laughs> so this does nothing for the radio show. I'm singing to you here, John. I'm going to smack your hand. I can guarantee you that does nothing for him. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, in a negative way. Oh, Stevie Nicks over there, Jonathan Massey. How old is she today? The beautiful, lovely, talented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 73. <laughs> you say 73, John Dawson? 72. She was born May the 26th in the year of Lord. 1948. She's 75 today. You I'll guys. be that gone. I don't care. I don't care. She'd be 85. She'd be 95. I would still listen to her sing and be polite and, a and say nothing else. <laughs> so I don't have no, to stay up to pure. No, no, no. This is pure because I no. This isn't a lust thing. I love Stevie Nicks. Okay, love her. I mean, in the deepest, darkest. Oh, hold on. Is she clean now, or is she still like the? No, she's, she's clean. clean. She been clean for a while. She snorted up all the peru- all the cocaine, and there was none left when she finished. There they no had to re- they had to restart the Peru props had to and everything, Peru yeah. had to start an economy after she got off of, uh, cocaine. He's probably not wrong, which is sad. Uh, Steve, uh, you got it, Jonathan Massey. You lead one to nothing. Oh, we've got another musical hint here. Mm. Uh, John Dawson. God, that's just beautiful. I mean, I'm serious. That's just. You know, the sad thing is that might have been like the third time I've heard that song in my life. See? So, do I need to play it again? But you, you have heard it? it before, right? Yeah, I have heard okay. it. I just don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Hank Williams Jr. Ooh, now I hate this. Hate this. <laughs> oh, you're pulling a, a John. Do you remember his Hank Williams Jr. tirade from last year? I do not remember. I promise. I I remember it word for word. What did he say? Here we go. Go ahead. I want to hear you do it. He doesn't like him. Next song. Why don't you like Hank Williams Jr.? He's he's a waste of space. He's human. And he's outlived his welcome on God's green earth. I think he's looking for specifics. (laughs) That was pretty specific. No. 
Okay. Why do you think well, he heard those things? The get drunk. The get high. Okay, can I do a callback back to last weekend in North Wilkesboro? May I? Yeah. They played this too. You know, they played Who songs like I told you on yesterday's show. Mm-hmm. See, this doesn't shock me at all. <laughs> yeah. And it, dude, it was. Uh, 30,000 people serenading the NASCAR driver singing this song. Well, see, right this here. is what I would expect well, at a NASCAR race. It's, it, yeah, me too, because it's not, all the people there are line bred. They all have the same genetics. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, not you, but the rest of them. Nice save. Yeah, Whose well, guess is it? Well, you, you, it could is tell, you. you could tell he was there. He was the only one wearing shorts. I did have shorts on. I thought you were going to say did. he was the only one walking upright. Oh. No, and he was the only one with all of his teeth. Thank you. Thank you. Did you like my Joey uh, Logano uh, race shirt? I actually bought uh, I had no idea what that was. I was just like, why is he wearing a yellow shirt? Yeah, I was wearing Joey Logano's race shirt, dude. I wasn't very popular. Was he looking for it? <laughs> Logano, that sounds southern. He's from California. I know. I was oh, a joke. Okay. He's only the defending NASCAR champion. This is too loud. Can't believe I'm saying that. Whose guess is it? It's you. Uh, Seventy Hank Williams Jr. Seventy. Oh man, seventy-six. You say seventy-six. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? Seventy-five. He was born May the twenty-sixth in the year of our Lord nineteen forty-nine. He's only seventy-four. So, uh, is Jonathan Massey back out to a two-to-nothing start here? Why? Yes, he is. He leads two-to-nothing here on the birthday game. Jonathan, you want me to finish playing the rest of this song for you? Yeah, and if, when you get done with that, can you uh, go find the, the guy that performed it? He's very dark. Have you noticed how dark he's been here in the latter part I'm of this I'm just going to backwards. Every time he talks, I'm just going to reverse all of it. I love you, John. That's fun. Well, if somebody paid me Okay. You lead two to nothing. And can you believe I hate to disappoint you over here, uh, John Dawson? That's our last musician of the day, dude. That's a shame. It is. Stevie Nicks, Hank Williams Jr., that's two pretty good musicians, right? One pretty good one. God, I forgot. I had for honestly, I forgot how much he did. As soon as that started playing, I knew I I could see Mount Vesuvius getting ready to roll over there. (laughs) John Dawson, you're down two to nothing, but I've got a lot of faith in you in these next two birthdays, okay? Yeah, right. Uh, (laughs) I really do. I don't know how to introduce her other than her lovely. There I was going. The lovely and talented <laughs> Pam Greer. Go oh ahead, my. expound on Pam Greer, John Dawson. Well, I, my first knowledge of her, as we talked about off there, was Miami Vice. Yeah, she was. She played Tubbs' girlfriend. I think she was on five episodes. And then uh, her next big break, she was big in the '70s. She was in a lot of the black exploitation movies, uh, Foxy Brown. She was in all yeah. those. Uh, Giggity. Giggity. She was in the one called Coffee, where she was the reporter. I think. But she had her big commercial, big-time breakthrough with uh, Quentin Tarantino and uh, Jackie Brown. Well, she was in Mars Attacks, too. I forgot. Yeah. I keep forgetting uh-huh. about that. But uh, Jackie. But she was among 30 other stars in Mars Attacks. Right. But, yeah. I mean, Jackie Brown was a role custom. I mean, Elmore, it's an Elmore Leonard book. Same guy that did Justified. But Tarantino picked her perfectly for that. Dude. And she was in her... I, I, I'm not, I don't want to give away any age here. She had to have been in her 40s when that was filmed, right? Well, Tarantino said the, the role called for a woman who was 44 that looked 34. 
Pam Greer. Ding, yeah. ding, ding. And just gorgeous. When was this movie coming? When did this come out? <laughs> Dude, you don't remember Jackie Brown? Quentin Tarantino? Coming out? No. Yeah. Came out in 1997. I think That so. explains why. Yeah. I would have been eight. Oh, okay, dude. Great movie. After Pulp Fiction. I've seen it. I just didn't remember when it came out. Well, she was just... And then hear what I'm saying. I'm not saying... Oh, she was like... You know, she was just... Well, yeah. <laughs> but it was almost understated how beautiful she was and just... She just had grace, you know? I make it sound like she's passed. She's not passed. She's incredible. But From North Carolina. I didn't know that. Yes. You don't want to have to Google that. I think just believe me. I do believe you, but I, I want to see where. I went when I, I did my periodic trips to the Dollar Tree to check out the hardback books in there, and apparently she had done a book signing somewhere, and all the overflow went to Dollar Trees, and I found an autographed Pam Greer autobiography in the Dollar Tree. Dude, she was born in Winston Salem. I mean, just right down the road from what, dude. Hey, I was just drove through Winston Salem last week when I went to North Wilkesboro Speedway. So as I was saying, in the Dollar Tree, I find a her autobiography signed by her you don't think that's interesting that's very interesting i do what does this mean that you're having a fit (laughs) yeah that too uh pam greer over there john dawson how old is she today 71 you say 71 what do you say jonathan massey 72 she was born May the 26th in the year of her Lord, 1949. That's right, John Dawson. She was born the exact same day, year, everything is Hank Williams Jr. How about that? That's a lot of talent born that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for one person. May 26th, 1949. But wait a minute. Did you get that, Jonathan Massey? Yeah. That's <laughs> what that means, John Dawson. If there was any day that was made for John Dawson, <laughs> it would be today. Uh, yeah, but uh, I asked him to stop, and he just won't I stop. Know. John, will you sound the alarm? No. <laughs> <laughs> please, please sound the alarm, John. No, you won't stop hyping it, so I'm not gonna. All right, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Sound the alarm. <laughs> if I'm doing it, you don't need to. Jonathan Massey leads three to nothing. He has a perfect game brewing here. He will not get this birthday, however. I'm pretty confident of that. John Dawson, are you ready for this next birthday? Sure. He was Ricardo Tubbs on some TV show from the 1980s. It's Philip Michael Thomas. Today is fit. Two names just weren't enough for him. Mm-hmm. He had to have three first names. Right. Philip Michael Thomas, today is his birthday. Is that not crazy that he and Pam Greer have the same birthday? That that is kind of crazy. That's, it is, that's, and they were weren't they? Didn't you say they were married on Miami Vice? Boyfriend and girlfriend. Oh, boyfriend, did she die? You have to watch it. Is this this is the fourth birthday? This is the fourth birthday. Yeah. I'm just realizing he went first on that last one, and he shouldn't have. I thought you went first on the last one. Does it really matter? Does it matter? He still leads oh, three. Nothing. Well, he gets to go first on this one. Okay. I'm. Uh, Wait a minute. What do you think? We need to keep his fair. Should Jonathan go first on this one? Oh, since go you went ahead, first Jonathan. on the last one. Okay, there you go. So you'll do the first. You'll go first these last two then. Okay. Okay. That, I just want to be fair here, you know. Yeah. Seven, about fairness. Seventy-one. You say seventy-one for uh, for Philip Michael Thomas, but I wanted to give you a minute to just brag on the acting prowess of uh, PMT, as his friends call him. Well, he he was great on that show. He and Don Johnson had a nice chemistry the first two seasons, and then after that, God knows what happened. They brought in different. They brought in uh, what's his face that ran Law and Order, Dick Wolf. This is before Law and Order, and it went from looking like a 
a movie every week to a TV show, if that makes sense. It does. Took all the kind of stuff that made it cool and different and just kind of turned it into a... Just a... It it would occasionally have a good episode, but those first two seasons are... Chef's kiss. Yeah. Ricardo Tubbs, Philip, Michael Thomas, he said 71. What do you say, John Dawson? 74. Why did you say 74? Because he was born in 1949, Brian. On the same day as Hank Williams Jr. and Pam Greer. Yes. How about that? All three of them, Jonathan Massey. All part. And how crazy is that that they worked together, Pam Greer and Philip Michael Thomas, and they had the same birthday, year, month, day, everything. Is that not insane? That is frightening. How did you know he was born in 1949? I've read about the show, and they have his birthday up there. Well, you broke up the perfect game again. Not that it matters because Jonathan already clinched today. But uh, there you go. It's three to one. Hey, uh, the final birthday here. Uh, at, I don't know. Again, there's there were so many. And I meant to tell you all this. There were so many good birthdays today. I didn't use Lenny Kravitz. We could have used his birthday today. We could have used Lauren Hill. Uh, we didn't use her birthday. Jimmy Smith, Coach Jimmy Smith, today is his birthday. Almost threw his in there, too, but we had so many great birthdays. And you guys know I couldn't pass up the opportunity to do three straight birthdays in a row where they were all born the same day and everything, and Hank Williams Jr., Pam Greer, and Philip Michael Thomas. I did all that on one breath. Am I not impressive? And we're out of time. <laughs> and we are out of time almost. Uh, but uh, Jonathan Massey, it does go back to you. Uh, he was the Duke. It's John Wayne. Today is John Wayne's birthday. Jonathan Massey. How old is the Duke? Or how old would he be if he were still alive? He died in 1979, so he died 44 years ago. Hmm. Wasn't his real name Carol or something like that? I think so. Here, let's, while he's thinking about that, that'll be uh, John Wayne's real name. No, <laughs> even better. Marion Robert Morrison. Marion. Marion. Maid Marion. All right, Pilgrim, do your math and get on with it. That was hard. Uh, that was pretty bad. You, not you, as bad you. as yours, but it was hard. <laughs> Why, hello, Pilgrim. I'm John Wayne. Is that Pee Wee Herman doing John I Wayne? I might have been slightly racist. I'm John Might's- Wayne. <laughs> Look at John. <laughs> That was John Wayne. It's the woke hour on the Brian Hank show. <laughs> that was, oh, and I think it's crazy. Some mm-hmm. Now, some of the stuff he said was pretty bad, but but still, he grew up in a time. People and, uh, are driving to work and want to chuckle. They don't want <laughs> face the nation. All right. Okay. Jeez. I'm John Wayne. They and don't I want don't, that either. <laughs> I don't want to be woke. I'm John Wayne. <laughs> well, good, cause well you're he's dead. dead. <laughs> oh, he is dead, yeah. I've been dead for 44 years, Jonathan Matthews. Please say something. <laughs> A buck 16. I'm pretty sure he was like 72 when he died. He was born on this day, May 26, 1907. He would have been 116 where he's still alive today. Dude. I've seen pretty much every John. My granddad was a That's big John right. fan. That's so. right, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that, but there you go. It doesn't matter, though, because uh, you win four to one today. Yeah. You hold off extermination one. Extermination. extermination. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> that, too. Uh, you hold off, uh, what's the word? Elimination. Elimination, thank you. I, I knew it rhymed with extermination. Jeez. And dedication and consecration and constipation. And help me yeah, out here. Yeah. What other words rhyme with ex- ex- Anyway. 
Evacuation. Evacuation. <laughs> Am I being too loud? Is that why you're holding your head? No, if you if you rhyme if you rhyme for the next hour, I'm out of here. <laughs> there you go. Uh, hey, local birthdays. Two very good ones. I mentioned him a minute ago. Uh, man, one of my all-time favorites. Coach Jimmy Smith. Uh, I'd be hard-pressed to say. He's probably my favorite coach of all time. I've been doing this for 31 years, dude. And uh, in those 31 years, Jimmy Smith is just, he's a gentleman. He's you and he are a good combo to call a ball game, too. Thank you. Thank you. He's... And it was just natural. I mean, I'm terrible. I mean, I, and I'm not trying to get a compliment out of you. I know. I listen to other people. I, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. You put Jimmy Smith in there, though, and he just, our timing is perfect. I'll finish a play. We don't even look at each other. We, I'll finish a play. He does. He describes what everybody just saw. And then he gets through as the next play is beginning. I, I just love our, uh, I love our chemistry. You're right. And. But not just that. I mean, he's just a gentleman. He's a great guy. He truly loves Lenore County, not just the southern part of the county, which everybody associates him with, you know, South Lenore and all that. But uh, he's just, he's a gentleman. He's a good guy. He loves everybody. He's got this thing. Are you friends with him on Facebook? Yes. He posts the old pictures. And everybody's birthday. And Mm -hmm. I don't know how he does that. But, you know, most of them from south of the county. But he'll, he'll post birthdays and puts pictures up there from the yearbook. He's got every yearbook from south Lenore. So he'll find somebody and dig their picture up and put that on Facebook. It's just, he's just such a good guy. But happy birthday, uh, Coach Jimmy Smith. Anything y'all want to say? You just did. No, he's he's a just bit. a nice guy, and, he, and he's great on the radio. Oh, I'm, I've always been a fan of Coach Smith. He was there to watch me eat the, the show burger at Lovick's when we were <laughs> just right. starting out. You know, that was a, a milestone moment for the show. It really was, and, and a, for you. And a gallstone moment for Massey. <laughs> no. My, my, my stomach made light work of that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I was afraid he was going to go into much deeper detail there. Hey, it's also Dr. Scott Matthews' uh, birthday, too. Uh, uh, he is here in town. Great guy. I'm in a couple of his fantasy leagues, and uh, just he's funny. He, he's a good dude, but uh, happy birthday, Dr. Scott Matthews. Happy birthday to our dear friend, Coach Jimmy Smith, and everybody else uh, to the to uh, the Duke, John Wayne, John and I have tried. It's your turn, Jonathan. You at least got to try. I do not have one. I really don't. Not even going to try. It's time to end the show, Pilgrim. Ah, there you go. I'm John Wayne. Massive. I'm Brian the Duke. Duke. Brian. Thank you no. for listening to today's birthday game. Maybe Duke Ellington, but that's not John Wayne. <laughs> we'll see you on Monday on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. Sounds like Grandpa Jones. How is that John Wayne? Hey, in my head, it sounds like End John it. Wayne. End it. Have a great weekend, guys. There you go. Man, I love uh, my time with John and Jonathan every day uh, here on the birthday game. Thank you again to Jacques Passlake. Thank you to our two awesome guests today, uh, Paul Whittington in our first hour and uh, the great Michael Martin there in our second hour. I got to tell you, I've known Michael for a long time. He's made 13 or 14 appearances here on the show. He'll be back on Monday. I have never heard him as fired up as he was today, and I love it. I'm here for it. He will be back on Monday. Mark Panicelli on Monday. We've already got next week already pretty much booked out for our second hour guest, which is crazy, but it's awesome. Hey, thank you so much for listening to uh, today's show for uh, all the uh, shows we did this week. I appreciate you. I love you. Uh, send some love up. Keep sending love up to Junius. Uh, he needs it and prayers and all that. Listen, thank you so much for uh, joining us here today, all week here on The Brian Hanks Show. We'll see you on Monday on The Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. <laughs>